the offseason, through the wins and the losses. It's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. I'm upset, but I've uh, I've pivoted, and that's going to bring me to kind of like an overwhelming, overwhelming, overarching analysis of what I'm going to call the art of the tank here. Um, okay. It's very hard, and this is like another like inner argument you could have with yourself as a fan or with other fans. And I sat there with my dad, who's a different generation of Giant fan. He's 63 years old watching the game on Sunday, and he liked Daniel Jones a lot. But it's so funny how like the older you get, you know, there is a little like mortality to your fandom, right? How many more years do I have to see a team do this? Like, it's kind of sick in the head, but I could tell me at 36 and my dad at 63 had different mindsets about this. My father is an older Giant fan, isn't looking to hit the reset button. Well, you know, he could recover from an ACL. Like, he he doesn't want to envision having to sit through another rookie quarterback, and he already goes to the negative. What if that rookie quarterback uh, doesn't hit? And let me just say this. The art of the tank is beautiful here. And the Giants are, in many ways... It's kind of like Romeo and Juliet, right? Like beautifully tragic. You don't have to root for losses as a Giant fan. And that is now yet, yet. You might get to the last two weeks of the year and it gets to that point. But on November 8th, you don't have to root for losses as a Giant fan. And I say that because understanding that while we think the defense is really good, and clearly, by the way, it looked like they missed Leonard Williams stopping the run a little bit. While we think that the team has offensive players that could grow, Wandell looked good the other day, you know, Hyatt's still running deep. The fact of the matter is, Terod Taylor's on IR. Brian Dable this week didn't sound very encouraging that he'd be ready to come back even after, you know, the four weeks on IR. In this league, you it's almost impossible to win without a quarterback. Look at our cross-down team, the New York Jets, on Monday night, where Zach Wilson's terrible and the defense is playing well. Like, it's almost impossible. You could have a good quarterback where you debate their ceiling like the Giants had with Daniel Jones, or you can find yourselves a great quarterback where the team can march up and down the field even when the defense or the offensive line have its best day, Joe Burrow on Sunday night. The Giants are in a unique position now where they both are not going to have a quarterback for the rest of the year with all due respect to Tommy DeVito. And by the way, I think it's important to play DeVito because you could develop him as a potential backup quarterback in the NFL. Um I mean, look, he's an undrafted rookie. Like, you're going to kill him now. He looked better this week than he did versus the Jets. Doesn't mean you're going to let him. Because they let him throw the ball. No, no, of course. And by the way, that doesn't mean he's going to be good enough to win games this year. But I would, I might have, to me, playing Matt Barkley does the Giants no good. I'd at least rather see a guy as an undrafted rookie come along. Maybe you develop him as a backup quarterback down the line. Who knows? Uh, They don't have a quarterback this year to win football games for the next eight weeks. So you rooting for a win, you don't have to feel guilty about that because ultimately you could root, root, root. They're not going to win because you can't win. So with that, you know, now you get into drafts year by year. And there are plenty of years where you think you have a richer quarterback draft than you do. See the Trevor Lawrence and then, oh boy, Fields, eh, Zach Wilson, eh, Trey Lance, eh, doesn't end up being a great draft. But then you have other drafts, like when we ended up with Eli Manning, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You end up uh, pretty damn good the year where um, was it Burrow came out. He ended up getting Jalen Hurts in the second round. Like, there are good years for yeah. quarterbacks. Uh, this is where we are. This looks like, on paper, a year where at least two quarterbacks feel like they're going to be really, really good players in the NFL, and Kayla Williams and Drake May. Uh, 
Then there are a bunch of other guys who teams like. There could be four or five first-round quarterbacks. And even if they go to the second round, you see what's going on with Will Levis right now. You know, it's there. This is not one of those drafts where it looks like four offensive linemen are going to go in the top half of the draft. The Giants' stars could be aligned here where they get one of these elite, quote-unquote, can't-miss guys by losing, and they don't have to try to lose. The guys can go out there and play just by not having a quarterback the rest of the year. They're going to lose. So it's beautifully tragic, Bryce, I guess, to tie this whole thing in together in that because of the injury to Daniel Jones, the like pain and inner struggles a fan should be taken away from you. Go root for wins the rest of the year. If that makes you feel better subconsciously as a fan, in the end, it's not going to matter what you're rooting for. They're not going to be good enough to win these games. This is the best case scenario. And I I pivoted as well because at first it was sadness, depression. And then I looked at it from an, an objective standpoint in that with Daniel Jones as the quarterback, they're not making the playoffs probably, you know, the, the rest of the year. We talked about the soft schedule they have coming up. They wouldn't have won all those games, though. They still would have ended up at seven, six, seven wins. That puts them at, you know, like the nine, 10 spot in the draft, you know, maybe seven, eight. You're not getting one of those top quarterbacks. And then if you want to get one of those top quarterbacks, you're going to have to give up a bunch of assets to get into True. the top five, to get into the top three. So True, but, while, but hold on. I'm going to cut you off there. I don't want a Monday morning quarterback this thing because I did believe the Giants were in an opportunity based on the way their defense had been playing. And I still was, you know, believer in Daniel Jones to do that because uh, I've seen a lot of people in my timeline do this and say, well, how do you go from four days ago saying that? It's very easy when the quarterback gets hurt yet again. And that is such a major part of, you know, wanting a new quarterback is that just not relying on the guy to stay healthy. Now continue. Yeah, fair, fair. But this isn't the situation. You know, it's the fact that quarterback got hurt. And now as fans, and I think I'm a realistic fan. I wouldn't say I'm I'm optimistic. I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic. I think I'm a realistic fan. And the realism that surrounds this is that the Giants now have the opportunity to draft a quarterback, a surefire quarterback that could be their quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. Daniel Jones was never that guy. They drafted him, you know, at six. No one thought he should have been drafted at six. So now the Giants will actually draft a quarterback that should go in the top five, that should go in the top three. And again, we don't have to sit here and root for Giants losses. They're just going to lose anyway. Like, I don't have to sit yeah. here on Sundays and be like, oh, here we go again. Like, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And I right, think that exactly. as fans, you, as you, fans, fans, you could fan, be upset right? about right. it. Right. What? You, just, you, you could be there. upset about it. Right. You can be upset about it at the end of the, the day. Game, that's it. There's no, yeah, exactly. There's no anxiety that comes along with this team. I think at some point there will be when you want them to lose, like the Jets won in what, what was it, week 18 or week 17, two years ago, lose 16. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, week 16. Week, they week 16, the they way, lost. By the way, they're still, and that's a great example of this. And this isn't a dump on the Jets thing. I know that I have fun with the Jet fans back and forth. It's kind of been a fun role I've had on the fan. But <laughs> think about this, Bryce. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing, the Zach Wilson thing, the Jets to this day in 2023, look at their yeah. defense. Aren't we trying to build something like that with our defense? Yeah. They are still paying the price for winning that game versus the Rams because if the Jets lost that game versus the Rams, picture the team they have now, but instead of drafting Zach Wilson, they ended up with Trevor Lawrence. We are talking about a bona fide Super Bowl team already. And that is the perfect example for Giant fans to realize why. You need to, just because you want to enjoy a Sunday or two in December and November, what is best for enjoying maybe the next 5, 10, 15 years? And that's like two years, three years now of anger, like pure anger from yeah. Jets fans from watching Zach Wilson. Just because they lost one game, or just because they won one game they should have lost. 
And like that, that's that's the one reason why you could sit here and get actually upset for one of these Giants wins or losses. Like, I mean, you wouldn't get upset for a win unless you completely took them out of the, the conversation for one of the top three picks. And that's what we're talking about here. But these games don't really mean much because you don't have to sit here and get emotionally invested in them. If they lose, good. And right. and I think, again, as a realistic Giants fan, I've looked at that and, and I'm like, okay, fine. Fine. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Tommy DeVito is the quarterback. There's no real stress here, right? It's unfortunate that, you know, November 8th when we're recording this, we're talking about this season as a wash, but that's what it is. Yeah. And I think and, as Giants fans, we need to just call a spade a spade. And if you want to argue, this, there'll be another argument about, you know, taking Marvin Harrison Jr. or an offensive lineman waiting, you know, because there are a couple quarterbacks, whether it's J.J. McCarthy or something, trying to go down the Jalen Hurts in the second round, Will Levis in the second round route. I mean, I'm sure we will probably, there's so long between here and the draft that that debate is going to come up. I would just stress this again. Don't fool around. If you like a quarterback, take the quarterback. Also, this should go without saying, but you don't take a quarterback also just to take a quarterback if you don't love him. Joe Shane has also sent us this message, and he sent it to us before the Daniel Jones injury by flying out to watch Michael Penix play Caleb Williams. And I know there's other players on Washington and USC, but give me a break. Do you think he was going out there to make yeah. sure he was watching the running back from Washington? Uh, you know, he's, he's getting a keen eye on all the quarterbacks, which is good. Do your due diligence as a general manager. In the end, you know, if he likes one of these two guys or maybe he does like Michael Penn or something like that, good. I, You know, the GM, ultimately, it's going to be his job on the line. Very few GMs survive missing on a quarterback except Joe Douglas somehow. <laughs> uh, this just, just do your due diligence, and I will trust you with my heart that you are picking the right guy. Now, with that, what do you look for, right? Okay, Sean, Bryce, you've convinced me, you're saying. I got to realize we're going to get our ass kicked by the Cowboys. I got to realize this, you know, some of these softer schedule games that I'd given you now with Tommy DeVito. Well, what am I looking for here? Well, what you're looking for is, in my opinion, four other teams to win football games to help you if the Giants do happen to win another game. Okay, now the Giants are currently sitting at fourth. For them to get up there, you're going to need a couple of these teams to lose games. First and foremost would be the Arizona Cardinals, who right now have the first overall pick. They Kyler have one coming back. Kyler's coming of back. It. Okay, and that's yeah. exactly bam. Kyler Murray is coming back this week. We could debate how good Kyler Murray is till the cows come home. Why are the Cardinals bringing Kyler Murray back? God only knows. We thought they would be moving on, looking to draft a quarterback. Are they trying to improve his trade value? Well, they might be improving his trade value while taking themselves out of the number one pick if, if he does play well. So very interesting to see how many games Kyler plays for the Cardinals. But immediately, like let's say Kyler, they only bring him back for one, two, three games. Root for those games because they are unplayable with Clayton Toon. Cardinals win a couple games. They can play themselves out of it. The Bears and Cardinals. Uh, playing on Thursday Night Football. No, I'm sorry, the Bears and Panthers. The Panthers don't have their pick. The Bears do. The Bears have two game. lotto tickets at the top, uh, and it wouldn't shock me at all if they moved on from Justin Fields. They have two shots to do it. They could do the quarterback and Marvin Harrison. And get Marvin um, Harrison. It's in my crazy. opinion, uh, I think you root for the Bears. I think you root for the Bears to win games. And in, I hate to say this, I feel like with Bryce Young in Carolina – they're going to find a way in November and December to feel good about next year since they already have their quarterback. And by the way, they're not going to be playing for a tank because they don't even own their freaking pick. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I would rather see the Bears win a game like that on Thursday night and just think that Carolina, in a kind of an ad division, finds a way to stumble into a couple more wins where they just feel good about themselves next year. Like, And again, they're not going to have tank on their mind as an organization. 
And then lastly, the other team I would point to is the New England Patriots, who are god-awful now. And the Giants play them in a couple weeks. That is going to be a monster game for who picks higher. Huge game. Giants and uh, and Patriots. So just keep an eye on that. And if the the rumors are true and Bill Belichick might be gone at the end of the year, Bill Belichick's not going to give a rat's ass about tanking to get a quarterback. He could totally screw uh, Bob Kraft by winning a couple of these games too. So that's it. Just keep an eye on those teams. And don't feel guilty about it as a Giant fan. Think about the glory years with Eli Manning. And understand you want more of those glories.